Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. The Women's World Cup Show. It's a really, really good finish. I love goals like that on TalkSport 2. Happy Wednesday, you lovely lot. It's another rest day in the tournament now that the round of 16 games have concluded, which means there's no proper show today. But not to worry, we've still put together some of the best bits of audio from the week so far, just in case you've missed anything. So let's get into it. England played Nigeria on Monday in their first knockout game of the tournament, and it was full of drama. Let's hear how it sounded on TalkSport 2. do feel that the stars are aligning at the Women's World Cup for England. The draw opening up for the Lionesses. It's come out to Plumtra! What a save by Earps! Turned it onto the bar. Plumtra wants more! Earps makes another great save! England under a lot of pressure here. They've got to ride this wave now. They need the calm heads. Soak up the pressure. Oh, here's a chance at the penalty area. And Jubani blocks off. Rebound driven wide! Nigeria continuing to show they're simply not going to be overwrought or intimidated by this Lionesses team. Ahale who scoops it into the penalty area, the looping header off the woodwork from Kanu. And Nigeria hit the bar for the second time in the game. Swung in by Greenwood, there's Daly! Saved by the goalkeeper, Russo far post and claimed again. Brilliant stop by Ndozi. Just wondering whether she's in communication with the VAR. She's made the signal. Well, Lauren James deliberately pushed her foot down onto the lower back of Alozi. It was a deliberate push of the foot. The yellow card for number seven, why is cancelled? Is that red card for Violet Cotto? Lauren James is sent off. England are down to ten players with four minutes to go. You can only say it was a moment of absolute madness for the young player who's had, you know, been by far our best player of the tournament. It's just really sad to see that inexperienced show in there. The referee looks at her watch. That is the end of extra time, and we will have penalty kicks to decide who reaches the quarterfinals of the Women's World Cup. Chloe Kelly from the spot to send England into the quarterfinals! She does! Emphatically smashes it into the top corner. It's job done for the Lionesses. So England scraped through to the next round, winning on penalties. And after the match, TalkSport's Courtney Sweetman-Kirk spoke to manager Serena Viegman and striker Bethany England after everyone had finally caught their breath. Serena, you threw to the quarterfinals, but wow, it wasn't easy, was it? 
No, we didn't expect it to be easy, but that it uh, would go this way, of course, uh, no one would expect. Uh, lots of credits for Nigeria. They have done really well. They already did really well in, in the group stage, of course, with great results. But um, I, I don't I don't know if I've ever been in such an intense uh, intense game. Um, so yeah, they, they were physical. They, they organized very well. Um, they had their press a little higher and, and a lot of courage in their press too. So um, no, we, we, it was a very intense and very competitive game. Yeah, and obviously the sending off of, of Lauren James was a massive point in the game. And how proud were you, first of all, how the, the girls reacted to that going down to 10? Yeah, that's <coughs> yeah. Oh, the, the, so 40 minutes we played with 10. Uh, with 10. And I think uh, the reaction straight away, we organized it. Everyone, uh, of course, the, the, the whole mindset had changed, but now we dropped back. Uh, we let them make the game, so the, the whole game changed too, because now they tried to make the game and they struggled a little bit with that. Uh, and we just dropped uh, in and hoped for a counter-attack. Um, but we did that 40 minutes and we kept, uh, we kept the nil. And I'm so proud of the team how we did that, how we found a way to do that. And then in the penalties, uh, yeah, we showed uh, that uh, we are ruthless. In terms of Lauren, you said last time I spoke to you after the China game, let's not get too carried away. She's got a lot to learn. She's obviously a fantastic player, but still learning. And is, is that proof of that, that she's got things to learn in the game still and you know, she's still young? Yeah, of course she's young and this, this is just a split second. And of course she doesn't want to harm any, anyone. It's later on in the game, so you get a little bit tired too. And it's su it was such an intense and emotional game that in a split second, when you just control your emotions, then things, things happen. So of course she, she didn't want to do that. Uh, but, but before she even realized it, that happened. So yeah, very unfortunate. Um, and um, she will absolutely learn from this. And you need these, these well, need. Sometimes you learn, from, well, she absolutely will learn from these moments. It's very unfortunate. And in terms of Mary Earps, again, she's kept you in the game, you know, made some fantastic saves and, you know, made sure you, you got it to penalties. So how lucky are you to, to have her in goal, you know, a goalkeeper of her calibre? Yeah, I think that basically the whole team has done great. Um, and the character of the team, that's what you saw. And uh, yes, we, we always uh, say we tried to find a way to, to win. And that's what we did today, including, of course, Mary, who has, been, has had a major role in that too. But uh, I think every player had a, had a big role. And you talk about going forward now, Colombia or Jamaica again. Is it just a, another really tough game now? You're that far in the competition, quarterfinals, knockouts. It's never easy, is it? No, this tournament, uh, women's football has changed forever. And that's that's what showed uh, tonight again. Uh, that's what what lots of game uh, games have shown, and uh, I, we don't expect any game to be easy. Um, and we have a couple of days now to rest and to figure out how we're going to approach uh, that next game. I'm joined by Bethany England, England forward. Wow, you put us through that. I think I'd rather been playing than watching that. You've, you've got through it in the end, but you know it was stressful. It was close, wasn't it? Yeah, I think um, I'm the same watching it on the sidelines. It was pretty tough. I think we were all itching to just try and do our part. It was nervy at times. I thought, Nigeria, Jesus, they were tough. They were very tough. They were physical. They were quick. They, were, they showed great moments of brilliance technical. Even in front of goal, they had some great opportunities. But luckily, we managed to hold them off and yeah, get the job done. And for you, personally, I know it's not in open play, but stepping up, taking that penalty, scoring... Know what a feeling that is for you. Can you explain it, or is it just everywhere at the minute? I think I'm on cloud nine a bit. Yeah, I think the 
those pressure moments maybe one two years ago there's not a chance I'm stepping up for that but I think you know what just be confident in myself and even like seeing G like we know that girls putting them away every day so I think for me it was just you know what be confident be calm in the moment take your time don't rush it and luckily it hit the back of the net yeah so I think uh, my family was stressing a bit on that one and you know is it weird as well sometimes it's a good win the fact that you have to fight against adversities you know you probably didn't want it to go to penalties or, or you know the way it was with 10 men but the fact you've won in very different ways now throughout this tournament does that give you confidence going forward yeah of course I mean I think it just shows our versatility and our ways to adapt to different games like I said they were they were tough out there they did not make it easy for us one bit and I think any team that has played them has had a job to do and they took us all the way uh, and credit to them I thought they were really good today um, it was made it tough on ourselves going down to 10 but look again we stuck together we did the job we got the penalty shootout done and into the next round and there's a slight negative I have to ask you about Lauren James getting sent off obviously she's still only young she's still learning so you know how are you as players going to get your arms around her and make sure that you know she's not too downhearted and because realistically she might not play now for the rest of the World Cup yeah, look, I think uh, she she don't need us to tell us. She'll know herself that it was a silly thing to do. But ultimately, that's football. You learn from your mistakes. We all make them. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can make sure she's all good. And uh, like I said, we've got an unbelievable squad of players that can step in in her absence. Uh, hopefully she does get a chance to appear again in this World Cup. So yeah, fingers crossed it'll happen. And quarterfinals either Colombia or Jamaica what you're expecting or is it just taking this in for the moment and dealing with that a little bit later yeah just take this in for the moment deal with that later and um, yeah whatever draw we get we just we prepare as always and we go again unfortunately it wasn't a match to remember for Lauren James who picked up a straight red card for violent conduct on Nigeria's Michelle Alozi but after the game Courtney also chatted to some England fans out in Australia who had some words of support for the England forward we might lose Lauren James for the rest of the tournament it's at least one game how disappointing is that for England Oh, look, it's disappointing just because I want to watch her play. It's like watching a, Dra a Jack Grealish of, of, of the female uh, sport. She's brilliant. I think it's just, look, she'll get over it. It is a massive loss. However, we've got a pretty good squad. So hopefully we'll pull through and we'll cover it. Have you actually got any messages of support for Lauren? She didn't deserve it. She made a mistake. It happens. We've all done it in football. Like, it was a foul in the first place, if I'm honest. Uh, she just lost her head, but just keep your head up, keep going. Beckham sprung to mind. He got mentioned by a lot of my friends when it happened. Just keep your head up, and you'll come back stronger from this, and you'll learn from it. Beckham, it happens again. Do you know what, though? If I was her, I'd be sitting in a room going, you know what, they did their work on me. They planned it. They, they swallowed me up, and, and, they, and they targeted me. You know what? And, and I reacted. Next time, she won't do it, and she'll just be... You know the next the next big star hopefully like all the girls will be rallying behind her and, and bring her back round and hopefully it, it won't be a free match ban Please. in case you missed it we were also joined by former sports psychologist for the lionesses dr misha jervis on the show yesterday she gave a different perspective on the lauren james red card yeah, hold that please level five thank you Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Mary Earps was asked about Lauren in her post-match presser. This is what she had to say. I've not really spoken to to LJ yet. I'm sure she'll be disappointed. Um, but yeah, we, we stick together as a team. Um, it takes... Everybody in a squad, every every staff member, um, to 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 grind out results like that tonight. So we'll be sticking together for sure. Yeah, really important that her teammates uh, gather around her for sure to shed more light on this. I'm delighted to say that Brunel University's Dr. Misha Jervis joins us. How are you doing, Misha? I'm good. Thank you for inviting me on. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on because your expertise is vital in these kind of circumstances because you were the Lioness's full-time sports psychologist for about seven years. Um, before we get into Lauren James specifically, what exactly did that entail when you did the job? So my job was to um, be with the Lionesses um, every game, every tournament. Um, I was with them when we got to the final of the Euros in 2009. Um to look at the psychological impact of performance, to support them in tournaments, but also just to be a psychological backstop. Um, so many issues worked with individuals on very um, challenging personal um, challenges that they were going through. So a, a range of things, really. Yeah, it's quite key to have somebody, I suppose, outside of the coaching staff independent if you like for the players to be able to talk to did, did did you find even even back then that they that they used you regularly it feels as if players nowadays are are really open to to speaking to a sports psychologist yeah absolutely um they they took a while to to get used to me because um there were issues of um trusting me and trusting confidentiality which i completely understand and um I remember Rachel Yankee telling me that she'd um, that they'd set me up and they had someone tell me a story that wasn't true and they were waiting to see if it came out. Wow! And when it didn't, they decided that they could trust me. I was just wondering about the the roles of of you as a psychologist going forward now, and especially the way that the women's game has changed. We look at sports psychologists and maybe think about performance and. And you know, on and off the pitch, but actually, how much now is it about the robustness of mentality, you know, off the pitch, and and thinking about Lauren James is is a great example in terms of her and maybe some of the media interest that she's going to get now. How how has that role changed as the women's games progressed? Do you think? Well, I think of course her vulnerability is heightened because she's more exposed in ways that previously she wasn't, um, and and. In a sense, that's that's changed since the China game. Um, so when people are more vulnerable, then they become more fragile, and in those situations, then they absolutely need to have 
really good support around them. And I liked I liked what Mary said about the team. Um, and she's acknowledging that actually everyone is part of that team. And that was that's very much that sense of we are all in it together. Because, you know, through connection, we feel safe. And if she feels safe within that England team and everyone is trying to make her feel safe and to understand her, not vilify her, not not judge her, not blame her, um, everyone else can do that. But those people who care about her, who know her best, their job is to support her um, like, a, like a family. You know, difficult things happen outside. Where do we want to be? We want to be with our family, with people who know us, who understand us. Yeah, I, I feel as if this Lionesses team have that since they've won the Euros. I've been lucky enough to be in and around the camp um, uh, quite a lot. And, and it feels as if since the attention has, you know, really focused in on them since that win and they've had uncomfortable moments, you know, where uh, paparazzi have been interested in them. They've, they've literally just had so much attention. They've gone from walking down a street with nobody knowing who they are to to know to everybody knowing who they are and, and not being able to get a moment's peace from that and it feels like that's tightened this group up quite a lot because they are protecting themselves which is going to be really key going forward for someone like Lauren James let's talk about the incident um, in itself she's 21 years old mm. it was a frustrating game 100% she's going to be sitting there thinking oh my god I can't believe I actually lost my temper and did that Everybody's talking about the learning she's going to get from it. But when you're in the eye of the storm like that, I mean, thankfully, England progressed to the quarterfinals because I feel as if that storm would have been much wilder had they not. When you're in the eye of the storm like that, what reaction do you get from a player and what support do you need to give them? So it's it's interesting and it's beautiful that you use that note, that metaphor of the storm. Um, because sometimes if you're a player, it feels like a tsunami and you don't know which way is up so one of the things that I work with with players is is ways that they can actually anchor themselves and wait until the storm has passed mm. um, I think what happened um, to, to Lauren James was that she wasn't thinking she was literally feeling and it's like her body was just telling you what she was feeling in that moment and She's probably never played in a game before where she was completely marked out of the game. Um, Nigeria did a great job on her, didn't they? Um, so those feelings of tension, of of, of frustration, of um, <clears throat> maybe self-doubt, you know, maybe the I'm not good enough story shows up, maybe different things arise. And in that moment, in that one little moment, her body just went, there and and there it was and it was a moment for all of us to see and um, can I just jump in there because it's really it's it's really interesting you you say that about her her body doing that because there's a disconnect isn't there when you get like you get the mental and physical um, fatigue towards the end of the game which we were in the 87th minute here how much of that will have will have played a part in it and how how can you help a player dealing with that kind of adrenaline and the physical and and emotional moments like that to to be able to take a step back in future situations yeah because there isn't a mind-body disconnect they're always connected constantly connected um and there's a great book called the body keeps the score which reminds us that actually things that happen to us are always um reflected in our body It, it, it there isn't a separation and notions of 
was what was she thinking she wasn't thinking she was just doing and she was feeling the the feelings that she would have had of being in that situation she's never experienced these before so the expectation that she should just be able to navigate through them because because I'm not quite sure what I think is um is is very harsh on us in in a sense and the learning for her comes with self-awareness so you know you were talking about the storm but we have to have self-awareness to recognize when we're in the storm um so that we can anchor ourselves and not react not not be dragged around by that storm if you if you see what I mean um and and that for me is the bit that she hasn't learned properly yet doesn't mean to say she can't learn it um but when we are in tune with ourselves and we recognize that we're feeling a little bit that the frustration is taking over maybe we're getting distracted by it that is when you then have to have the awareness to go okay I need to use a psychological technique such as anchoring just to kind of take that moment to to reset psychologically and physically because the two things live in the same space um and probably she hasn't had to do that before um because she's never lived this before i'm hoping of course that she will be learning some of these things and i'm sure that the sports site that's working with her um will will be looking to this so England are through and will face Colombia in the next round. And across the station, we've had loads of guests excited about the Lionesses' run in the World Cup so far, including comedian Maisie Adam, who joined H&J yesterday. Honestly, like I, I, it happens every tournament, doesn't it? It gets tense. But yesterday was unreal. Mm. Like, I, I was, I was, I, I, I'm hesitant to say it, but I, I, I kind of sort of prepared for disappointment. We were recording the podcast straight after the game and I was starting to think, how are we going to try and sort of sound, you know, still upbeat and positive about the tournament as a whole? Because it felt like the writing was on a wall. It felt like it felt like for most of the game, especially when it was in open play, that it was a time bomb, didn't it? Mm. Until Nigeria sealed the deal. Yeah. They seem to have worked us out. They seem to have uh, seen the three-five-two and 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 yeah. known exactly how to play it. And and when you were watching them off the ball as well, they were so tight on the forward players yeah. all, all the time. Yeah. It, they, they they I mean, it Co- was, no, it, the coach did a number it, on it, us. It, it, a very in good many job. ways, it was a, it was a it was a real shame they didn't go through because they were so good. Oh, they were robbed. I'll be the first to say they were like they were they were. It was daylight robbery, and and I really feel for Nigeria because they fought so hard to. To get that far through the, the the competition, this would have been only the second time they got to a quarter final, and they deserve to get there, if not further, in this tournament. So it was, it was a shame, really. Like it wasn't. I don't think it was a win that like we particularly expected or mm. overly enjoyed. We'd have preferred a different way of winning, but we're we're through. We're through. We had a few a few too many five and sixes out of ten, didn't we? Really, mm. I think through, throughout yeah. throughout the team, other than obviously Mary Earps, who can do no wrong. In anybody's eyes, you know, uh, it was Lauren Hemp's yeah. birthday as well, Maisie. I don't know if you saw that. Um, yes. I was, I, was yeah. watch, I was watching with my daughter, who's seven, and she said th- she thought it was a shame that she had to play on her birthday. She felt <laughs> she felt sorry for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd I'd be fuming if I had to play ninety minutes of football <laughs> at that level against Nigeria on my birthday. An Aperol spritz and some birthday cake is way more up my street. <laughs> it but, would spoil it, wouldn't um, it? 
So we now yeah, know it yeah. is Colombia, don't we? Um, it wasn't much of a game this morning. It was a tough old watch. I mean, Jamaica, you know, tried to negate them. Um, yeah. And they, they, you know, they couldn't keep it up for the 90 minutes. Uh, but they're a good side. You know, they've got good players. We've seen that already in the tournament. They can score goals out of nothing. It's going to be another tough game, I think. Yeah, the one to watch with Colombia is that Linda Caicedo. Yeah. Absolutely unreal um and and again like I, I know a lot's been said about this but i think it's worth mentioning that linda caicedo over the last few years she was she was she missed the first like the majority of her season in the 2020 uh season for go, undergoing chemo she had a brain tumor she's so young she's like 18 years old going through all of this um then she wins la liga the next year then she signs for real madrid this year like she's had the comeback of all comebacks from what must be a, a, a horrific thing to go through and she's having the tournament of her life mm. she's got that absolute screamer against germany um so it's 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 been an unreal tournament for so many reasons not just the the stuff on the pitch but kind of all of their stories as well mm -hmm. and like even even when we talk about jamaica there like i think what's been so fun about it all is the we've seen these these you know sort of smaller lesser resourced nations in terms of football really breaking through and a lot of the big dogs going home these shock exits of yeah, usa yeah. of germany of brazil it keeps it on its it makes the tournament more interesting there was a time where for so long it was just the usa and friends having a kickabout and now mm. it's this anything can happen tournament which is what you want from a, a world cup it's what you want from tournament football no, yeah, absolutely. You, you want the depth and, and you almost want all yeah. of the money to be spread evenly around the world so exactly it, so, exactly. The, so the countries can sort of do their own development as well don't they 100 percent, charlie yeah that's your lot for today thank you so much for listening no show tomorrow with it being another rest day in the tournament but we will have another podcast full of exclusive audio from inside the england camp ahead of that huge game against columbia on saturday morning live on talk sport 2 it's an 11:30 in the morning kickoff we build up from 11 a.m and the pod on thursday will be out for you to listen to all the exclusive news from the england camp Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in The Dugout, a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's a place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit TalkSport.com dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.